the topic of today is how to receive in abundance what's the topic how to receive in abundance so john chapter 10 verse 10 jesus said the thief comes to steal kill and destroy but i have come to give you life and life abundant so say with me what did jesus say i have come to give you life and life abundant see what jesus has for us is abundant life okay and let me explain this abundant life is not about money okay money is there but it is more than money it has to be more than money you will find a lot of people who have a lot of money but they don't have abundant life abundant life is an overflow say with me an overflow it's not just an overflow of money it's an overflow of emotions it's an overflow of healthy relationships it's an overflow of healthy lifestyle it's an overflow of health it's an overflow of every aspect of your life that god wants to bless you okay that is what god is calling us into an abundant life the issue is when we just see abundance in the context of money and because we see only in the context of money we start running after it the more we run after it the more it runs away from us why because it is meant to chase you so it's like have you seen a cat chasing its own tail or a dog chasing its own tail that's how we are when we chase money we are not chasing money what we are chasing is we are seeking the kingdom say with me seeking the kingdom where are we seeking the kingdom we are seeking the kingdom that is already deposited in us where are we seeking we are seeking it in our minds so that this reality that is already in us becomes a reality in our minds okay so what did jesus say i have come to give you life and life abundance guys i want you to be expectant okay anything can happen anything I want you to be expectant okay so life life abundance right jesus has come to give us life the abundance that god has for us is already inside of us why the kingdom is within us the king is within us christ is in us the word is in us is that right you have all of this already in you the question is is it here in your mind see when we talk about revelation revelation has nothing to do with the spirit revelation is basically your mind getting aligned with your spirit your mind recognizing what you already have see for example i can give you the phone you can have the phone and still not use it you can always have it with you but the day you start using it you start experiencing the privilege of having a phone similarly we have the kingdom within us we have the king within us we have christ within us we have the word within us but if you don't have a revelation of what you have in your mind you will not be able to experience it okay that's what paul says in ephesians 1 oh father i pray that you will give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation the spirit of wisdom and revelation is all for your mind so why are you here in the church is to have a transformation in your mind not in your spirit in your spirit jesus took care of it 2000 years ago when he died on the cross once and for all it's done deal it's a done deal so we are here just to renew our minds so you remember that story where jesus he multiplies the five bread and two fish now when he multiplies just before he multiplies okay i want i want to show you that verse where matthew 14 16 same story 
So there was a crowd that was coming after him. Verse 14, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. Now, when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place. There's nothing here. And the day is now over. Send the crowds away to go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Look at what Jesus says. Jesus said, they need not go away. You give them something to eat. Okay, close this. See, we are coming to church, right? With an expectation that God will feed you. But what is Jesus saying? Hey, they have come here. You don't have to send them away. You give them something to eat. Is that interesting? Jesus is telling you to give them something to eat. Now, why is he saying that? If you come with me to John chapter 6, verse 6, it actually explains why Jesus says that, okay? John 6, verse 6. He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Why did he say this? Why did Jesus say to the disciples, you feed them? Because he was testing them. He wanted to know how they would respond. He wanted to know. He wanted to know how they would respond. See, a lot of times when Jesus asks this question is not because he does not know the answers. Okay? But he wants us to reflect on our condition of the heart, on how we respond. Now see, it's impossible. 5,000 men are there. Men. So you can imagine maybe women, you know, I'm sorry, women, they didn't count the women. They forgot to do so. So you can imagine about 10,000 people. I'm just guessing. 10,000 people with, you know, male, female, and children. And Jesus is telling the disciples, you feed them. This is a place where there's nothing around. It's a desolate place. It's a wilderness. There's no 24-7. And Jesus is telling them, you feed them. Somebody, one of the disciples says, you know, even if we spend 200 denarii, 200 denarii is a lot of money, okay? Even if we spend 200 denarii, still it will not be able to feed everybody. So at least somebody thought, thought about it, right? Somebody went through, okay, even if I have to feed, you know, 200 denarii is not going to cut it. So what, did, what does Jesus do? Jesus says, what do you have? You remember that? Jesus saying, what do you have? And then somebody says, hey, here's a boy who has five loaves and two fish. Think about that boy. When he left the house, you know, his mom probably gave him the lunch and he said, hey, take the five loaves, two fishes, make sure that your friends don't eat this. This is only for you. And you finish this. And he has that five loaves and two fish, right? Five loaves of bread. He's among this crowd. And maybe the disciples snatched it away from him because that's the only thing that they found. <laughs> Just saying, think about it. Think about the boy. See, my first point is your availability is the doorway to your miracle. Your availability. It does not matter how much you have. It does not matter what you have. What matters is how available you are. Your availability is the door to your miracle. That's why whenever we come to Jesus for a miracle, Jesus says, you do it. 
what do you have what do you have is that amazing hmm what do you have come on let's go ahead john chapter 6 verse 11 jesus then took the loaves and when he had given thanks he distributed them to those who were seated so also the fish as much as they wanted what did jesus do he took the bread he took the fish and what did he give he gave thanks second point is you want to see multiplication you need to be grateful thanksgiving thanksgiving is what actually multiplies what you already have when you give god what you already have god gives you back in multiplication how do you give god what you have by thanksgiving by being grateful by being grateful see see guys you know we take so many things for granted for what god has blessed us so many things for granted think about it do you have a roof over your head do you have a good mattress to sleep do you have food to eat in the morning do you have food to eat you know three meals a day do you have that man you are so blessed so blessed but the reason why we don't recognize that as blessing is because we are not grateful we miss it your thanksgiving when you give to god your thanksgiving multiplies what you already have you want to multiply what you already have you might have 100 rupees in your bank account you want to multiply that be grateful to god for that be grateful to god for whatever he, you have you want to multiply the relationships not in quantity but the quality of your relationships be grateful to what god has blessed you i know that person is very irritating but still god has blessed you with him with him and her think about that be grateful thanksgiving is a doorway to multiplication okay then let's see what does he do john chapter 6 verse 12 and when they had eaten their fill he told his disciples gather up the leftover fragments gather up the leftover fragments see how many bread and how many fish were there five bread two fishes and two fish and they are feeding like almost 10000 people but jesus says gather up the leftover fragments that nothing may be lost see guys in the kingdom jesus wastes nothing nothing is wasted in the kingdom every effort that you have made in the kingdom will never get wasted anything that you have invested in the kingdom will never go waste because the kingdom of god you know even gathers the overflow so that it can be used see god is abundant but he is not he does not waste stuff he's efficient he wants to bless you with an overflow but he will never waste that blessing the overflow from your life will become a blessing for somebody else nothing in the kingdom goes waste isn't that amazing nothing in the kingdom goes to waste what are the three things that you'll learn first thing your availability is a doorway to your miracle second thing your thanksgiving multiplies what you have third nothing is wasted in the kingdom nothing i'm telling you guys whatever you have invested in the kingdom if it is your time your energy your relationship your money your anything 
nothing is wasted. It is multiplied, it overflows, and you experience a blessing. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Are you listening to me? I'll give you an example. You know, in life, I have done so many courses. You know, courses, I, you, you don't know what applies to you, so you do so many courses. I've done so many courses, and I've never realized, oh, will this be ever be useful, right? Have, have you been there? You've studied something, and you've, you've always wondered, you know, if, if this will ever be useful. But I'm telling you, anything that you do for the kingdom, and if you, you may not be able to see it right now, but it will, you know, but it will come back and you will know why God led you through that situation. Why God led you through that particular course. Why God led you through that. Why God led you through that broken relationship. Anything, anything God can use it. Nothing is wasteful. Say with me, nothing is wasteful. Amen? Okay. Now, another story. 2 Kings chapter 4. 2 Kings chapter 4. Okay, let's read from verse 1. Now the wife of one of the sons of the prophets cried to Elisha, your servant, my husband, is dead and you know that your servant feared the Lord. But the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. So here's a woman who is a widow whose husband has died. Her husband was a servant of Elisha, right? She comes to Elisha and he says, hey, just, just put it back. Comes to Elisha and he says, you know, your servant, my husband is dead. And he was really bad with finances. He's left with a huge debt. Huge debt. Now, what does Elisha say? Elisha says, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? I'm telling you, whatever the three things that I sh shared with you, I'm showing the same pattern here. What do you have in your house? What do you have? Then she said, your servant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. So what did he say? He said, go outside, borrow vessels from all your neighbors. Empty vessels, not too few. Say with me, not too few. Why is he saying don't get few vessels? Say, get as many vessels as you want. Why? Because based on your capacity to receive, you will receive. See, if your capacity to receive is 100 rupees, you will only receive 100 rupees. If you've, go, if you've gone in the presence of the Lord, okay, if you've come to the presence of the Lord with a mug, you will receive a mug full of blessings. What is your capacity to receive? So Elisha says, hey, gather as many vessels as you can, but don't gather just a few. Get as many as you can. Right? Then go in and shut the door behind yourself and your sons and pour into all these vessels. Why is Elisha saying shut the door? You know why? Because not everybody can understand the miracle that God is doing in your life. See, when Jesus was raising somebody's daughter, he shut the door. You know why? Because the crowd will always be like, what are you doing, man? This is crazy. This is stupid. This is illogical. This does not make sense. Why are you, what, why are you spending time so much here? 
Why are you spending energy? It doesn't make sense. Shut the door. See, people who will, who are there for the miracle, involve them in. Remember Abraham, when he was climbing up the mountain, what did he say? He told the servants, stay there. Why? Because he knew the servants would come there. They would stop Abraham from doing the sacrifice. You need to know who is there with you in this journey of miracle. You need to be very sure and shut the door. Shut the door. You know, our thing is we keep yapping. And because we keep yapping, we tell so many people, people, you know, respond to us from their context. And then we get discouraged. Oh yeah, maybe this is not God. Has that happened to you? So many times. I'm telling you so many times I would have gone, you know, and told people what I should have only asked my God. And I get discouraged and I realize, man, there are certain things you should only ask God. And what Elisha is saying is, shut the door behind yourself and your sons and pour into all these vessels. And when one is full, set it aside. So what, what did she do? She went from him, shut the door behind herself and her sons. And as she poured, they brought the vessels to her. When the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another. Then the oil stopped flowing. When did the oil stop flowing? You can close it. When, when did the oil stop flowing? Hmm? See, li listen to this very carefully, okay? This needs to hit you. The oil did not stop flowing when the need was met. Are you listening to me? The oil did not stop flowing when the need was met. The oil stopped flowing when the capacity to receive got over. The oil will keep on flowing till your capacity to receive is there. My final point to you guys is, you want to receive in abundance, increase your capacity. Increase your capacity to receive. See guys, as a church, this exercise of faith that we are doing, going into a new place, we don't need that place. It's not a need. It's not a need. But we want to experience whatever we are preaching. We are just creating an atmosphere to increase our capacity to see what God wants to do in our life. That's why we are doing this. You want to see abundance? Increase your capacity. Increase your capacity to receive. How much can you receive today? Don't go to Jesus with a mug. Don't go to Jesus with a bucket. Carry as much as you can today. Let it overflow overflowing will not stop until your capacity is not full. It has nothing to do with your need. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Amen? What's the first point? Your availability is a doorway to your miracle. What's the second point? Your thanksgiving multiplies what you have. What's the fourth point? Third point. Nothing is wasteful in the king. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted ever. What's the fourth point? According to your capacity, you will experience your overflow. You want to receive more? Increase your capacity. Increase your capacity. Guys, this exercise that I'm doing, I'm doing it for your sake. This exercise of getting a new place. 
really doing it for yourself because sometimes no you have to throw people into the pool so that they can learn from me see i'm seeing abundance in my life you know it you've seen the new place i'm seeing abundance in my life in every little thing i'm i'm seeing so much abundance i know where god is leading me the time is for you to get out of your house what did god tell abraham he said get out of your house get out of the relatives get out come to where i am showing you you need to get out of your comfort zone and see what god is showing you and what god is showing you my goodness my goodness church lighthouse church i'm telling you what god is showing us my goodness you may not see it if you don't see it don't worry just get out of your comfort zone and you will see it see abraham could have chosen he would have said no god it's too cold why should i come outside right now you know it's too cold i'm you know my wife is sleeping i don't want to disturb her but god said come out and he obeyed and when he came out god said look at the stars you see the stars if you see the stars that's as much i want to bless you so will your descendants be you want to know you want to receive what god has for you you have to see what god has for you first increase your capacity guys a capacity is being increased amen abundance abundance is ours man abundance is our lifestyle guys abundance is not something that we will have only after we die abundance is something that jesus wants to give us right now because jesus is our abundance jesus is our abundance the question is how willing are we to increase our capacity to receive him let jesus become your wealth today let jesus become your emotions today let jesus become your emotional health today let jesus become your social intelligence today whatever you need let jesus become that what is your capacity to receive based on your capacity overflow will happen the oil never stops flowing never amen come on let's close our eyes